right, welcome back. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us as we congratulate our most recent winner of the Amazon Echo Spot. She's from Bloomington, and her name, you're going to love this, is Annie Hall. Oh, Annie Hall. <laughs> Annie Hall. I love it. Oh, Reg- Lori, I looked at that Echo. That Echo plays video, too. Oh, yeah. It yeah. plays games with you. It pl- does everything. It's, <laughs> worth a, it's more expensive than the tower. Yeah. It's one hundred twenty-nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you got you can make it work a lot harder than you're work, probably working it. I know I'm not making my work at all. No, I know. And you I've are. been on vacation, so, so she's really hasn't even been playing she's any. Probably songs. rusty. Yeah. She's rusty. But all you need to do is download um, our app, My Talk 1071, on your wherever you get your apps on your phone, or also just update the app if you already have it. Yeah. Because the Cause new features changes. are really good. And then I want to let people know that if you missed our interview yesterday with um, Robin. Olivera. Olivera. And like, yes, Olivera for the Winter Sisters. You can go um, just do keyword book club. Uh-huh. And then the interview will show up, our ratings, everything. Yeah, I ripped through that book on Sunday. Beyond. I mean, I started it, I think, like on Took Friday. Me three days. Yeah. On Friday. And then because I was poolside by yeah. 9 30, I finished it Sunday afternoon and gave it to Stephanie because she was con- mm-hmm. going to be on vacation for a couple more weeks. I said, you're going to love this book. It's I want to read her first one. Yeah, Mary so Sutter. I. Yeah. yeah, I do too. Yeah, she was great. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, of course, haven't watched really anything because just I got just home. Can't you know, it, it just is. We have been dying here about your TV. Things. Well, I know, God, you know, I just do watch a lot of TV. Um, but Casey and I had started watching the Looming Tower on Hulu when I got my upgraded new phone. I got rid of my HTC, mm-hmm. got whatever I got, the Samsung, whatever, and I got Hulu for free. For free, right? The, it was bundled. Yeah, yeah. bundled, and. Um, so I was like, you know, I want to, I want to, I don't know if I want to watch this because I don't know what's going on right now with the historical times that we're living in as far as our, you know, what's going on with the government and our president. I mean, to me, it feels like I, it gives me great anxiety yeah, and yeah, I understand. about everything yeah, anxiety, that's going on. And yeah, so yeah. I wasn't sure that I wanted to watch The Looming Tower because it is basically all about Al-Qaeda and what oh, happens to the lead up to 9-11. Oh, it does. And mm-hmm. it's um, Lawrence Wright, who wrote the book Going Clear for the New York Times, also wrote the book The Looming Tower. And it, You mean Alex Gibney? No, Lawrence, oh. Wright Lawrence Wright is the New York Times oh, reporter. It, Alex Gibney okay. was the filmmaker, documentary yes, got it. director. Um, but anyway, so The Looming Tower is based on this uh, reporter, uh, Lawrence Wright's book, The Looming Tower. And um, so it's like, in kind of, and I think Alex Gibney is his producing partner in mm-hmm. the TV show. Mm-hmm. But it is, uh, it's 10 episodes. We must be coming to the end. And Jeff Daniels uh, from the newsroom and, of course, Dumb and Dumber, he's playing the FBI agent who basically... Prior to 9-11, the FBI worked the United States and all crime and all bad things and terrorists and people who mean us harm. And the CIA did outside of the United States. And they did not talk. 
they did not cooperate. Right. There, there, there was fighting. There was, you know, it was sort of, it's sort of like Democrats and Republicans can say there was no communication. That's come up in this season of the Americans. Yes, it has. And the CIA. We see that it doesn't. And all the ways that it makes people um, not trusting of some, well, everybody's end goal is to stop the bad guys. Right. And so this Jeff Jeff Daniels plays this real life uh, character. Okay, um, John O'Neill. John O'Neill. And so let's play that. Okay. You know, for those who think, well, I know the story of 9-11. A lot of people don't know this story. This is about your character, John O'Neill, mm-hmm. a real person who spent years chasing Osama bin Laden and trying to sound the alarm. I didn't know about John O'Neill. I didn't know the lead up to 9-11. I, I, you think you know because of what happened on that day but the lead up to it is just you can't believe it and then what happens to john later is uh you you can't write this kind of stuff no he he was a great hero he was flawed but he was a he was an american hero well he um as you said a real person and and what a, a story to tell and character to play i mean he was so intense yeah yeah and he he really was sounding the alarm trying to get people's attention he was the guy who was focused on this bin laden guy that hadn't done anything yet and he would march down to washington and scream and yell because that was what john did at people going you gotta pay attention to this guy and there was a lot of this between the fbi and the cia it was like the mets and yankees or they just didn't get along um better now i'm told uh but it it got in the way and wow. Peter Skarsgård is in it, and it's just it, it is so good. And of course, because be fascinating. The, the writing is so good. Don't Google John O'Neill like I did right before I started the show. The, the the ending, what happens to him for his life, is just an incredible uh, coincidence. Oh, oh. okay. So and he was that. always okay. right about Bin Laden, yeah. right? And he was right about that they were getting in, the bad guys were getting in through Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. because we have great diplomatic relations. Yes, we did. And yes, we do. Okay, so, mm-hmm. it is, but it is, it's riveting, it is riveting uh, TV, but we really, um, yeah, we do think that we know what happened because we just remember the horror of that day. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, and then, then we just think, oh, it was a bunch yeah. of stuff, but there was this one guy who was sounding the alarm for three years. Really? And you know, John O'Neill lives right here in St. Paul. I went to school with him. That's right. Okay, let's play the next one. <laughs> Talking about uh, the last show he was on, which was an Aaron Sorkin, the newsroom. Oh, yeah, which here was fantastic. Go. This is such a great character, and you've had the chance to, to play great characters. Will McAvoy in the newsroom. Was that just a game changer for you in terms of your career or this phase of your career yeah not only yeah absolutely i mean aaron sorkin wrote that and and i'm going oh okay i guess i'll stay in the business you know <laughs> really I mean, what yeah. were you thinking about retiring hanging oh it up yes i'm done it's been great putting my tombstone with a toilet and dumb and dumber just put it on there <laughs> yeah. let's call it a if day. you gotta go i mean let's it's not call it's, it a day yes. we had a good run because you were done or because you thought the roles weren't there both okay both and if the roles aren't going to be there then let's go do something else yeah but, but here comes aaron sorkin here comes newsroom here comes godless here comes netflix hulu and all those where all the writers have gone so yes. i it's great for guys like me it's such a great era for television i mean i would think for 
of the viewer. If you, yes, especially yeah, for yeah, us. But yeah. if you're an actor today, is a series like this more appealing and more enticing than a major blockbuster feature film? It is to me because you aren't relying on an opening weekend. Yeah. Yes. Know? And which, by the way, they know whether you're going to be a hit on the opening weekend on Thursday before. They've already done the marketing, and you're already <laughs> mm -hmm. getting the phone calls that you bombed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and of course I forgot that um, this winter and it was like only a seven or eight but that Godless oh. on, I've never seen that that yeah, was amazing was show that on and on Stars I think Godless was on Stars oh, wasn't it no it was stuff. Netflix was it Netflix no, I'm pretty sure okay I don't know I I can't check, remember but, he's, but he's he was. I, I said to you, I know he's not going to win, but he did come to the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Yes, he did, and he played just this such this. Bad, bad, guy. bad guy and in this movie the looming tower he plays this fbi agent who's deeply flawed as a man right it basically can't keep his you know what in his yeah, pants yeah i get that I and that um but is a hundred percent right with his instincts about uh, this bin laden guy and frustrated like mad that the CIA guy, who's sort of his counterpart, won't work, has, with, won't work with him and has right. a completely different. And this take is one hundred percent a true story. Yes, yeah. yes. Wow, and Godless was on Netflix. Yes. It was on yeah. Netflix, but that was a, that was a great uh, show. And then the other thing we learned with. Uh, uh, Hoda and Savannah today is they are on the cover of the Hollywood yes, Reporter. They are, they are oh, on the cover. Oh. Morning new TV yep. dynamic, and it's uh, all about the most uh, uh, important women in media. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I see Megan Kelly gets to go to the royal wedding. Yeah, I know. Well, Can't that's because it. they had to bring her because they're bringing seven people. I mean, they had six. They had to add her. But then I also read something that she wants to have the nightly news job from Les, uh, whatever Lester, whatever. Lesser Holt? Yeah. I, oh, I read, God, no. No, no, but I read no. that today somewhere. But no. I want to say, of course, for people who remember Jeff Daniels in terms of endearment, where he played Flap. Flap, of course. And he plays in his son's band. I know he yes. does. I remember that. Yeah. He, He's a good. He is a great, he's a great actor, I'm and gonna, I did like what he said. You know, kind of about all this, right? Because the Looming Tower, that book, getting turned into a miniseries. I mean, that's the way that someone would. Because that book, I remember when it came out, and it was like, se it was seven hundred pages or something oh. like that. It was like I had his book going clear for three years before oh, yeah. I read it, and I finally took it on some vacation because that was like a 600-pager. Yeah, their commitments. Yeah, a commitment. So, you know, a, a really incredible, thoughtfully researched, reported book to be made into TV is... And, and you know... That's, that's like great content. Yeah, the one that I started watching this weekend was... Um, the Terror? No, All About Eve. The one with Sandra Oh on the BBC. Oh, is oh, that Killing, Killing, Killing Eve. Eve? It's Killing good. Eve. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's is good, it? yeah. Yeah, and then I'm caught up on Homeland, which is... Amazing. You know. There's really great shows, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. writing out there. Okay, listen, when we come back, well, I'm sure it's national some kind of a day. We're going to talk about digestive confusion. Okay, I love it. <laughs> I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, do you want to know what digestive... 
confusion is? I, have you? Do you think you've ever suffered it, this? I, yes. Yes, of I do too. What is it? It's okay. when you have a bubbly stomach. Basically. Oh. And so today is <laughs> National Grilled Cheese Day. Uh-huh. It's National um, Awareness Day for people. The uh, Holocaust Remembrance. The Holocaust Remembrance mm-hmm. Day. Thank you. And we'll get to some other things. But what they're talking about is when you put these foods together, like tomato soup and grilled cheese, what it does to your body. But um, that just is just... That's not digestive confusion. No, that's not the one. If you just wait and let me finish, here's your digestive confusion. Well, this is confusion. a hard thought to follow because it, it went it really grilled cheese, digestive confusion, and Holocaust remembrance. I'm just... <laughs> the the wow. salad of words that are it's, coming it's, out. Yeah, it's, it's a mixture there. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. so they go into these combos of foods and say, say what happens to your body. But the one that I thought was interesting okay. is when you have fruit as a dessert after... After a meal, okay, what it does, Bubbly. your body digests animal protein slower than carb the carbs in fruit. Okay, so eating meat and fruit back to back can create digestive confusion. It makes you feel bloated and gassy. You know what? That's what happened to my three dining partners at Hugo Cellar on um, Sunday so they night. Ate big steaks or something? Yes, they did. I had lobster bisque and a nice salad. And yep. then Hugo Cellars, they serve these absolutely gigantic strawberries dipped in chocolate. Yes, they do. I mean, they're like the monster ones. Yeah. And that's what they and have? The, it, they're well, on steroids. Yeah, there's <laughs> strawberry and steroids. And everyone, you know, you can't help but eat it. And it's good hard chocolate and it's really good and so the meat eaters that night they were not having the my three partners in crime in vegas downtown crime gassy and bloated that's right well Mm -hmm. i was and and uh uh, kurt said to me this you know stephanie hansen's husband Mm -hmm. he says to me how do you find these machines that keep making you win and i said i listen to them and he just looked at me like he wasn't sure if i was you know, having fun mm-hmm. with him, or I said, "Oh no, they they speak to me, Curtin." Mm-hmm. I go and, and that find has him. Something to do with digestive. Confusion. Yes, because he's walked lurching around from crap table to blackjack bloated table, bloated and gassy, bloated and oh, gassy, oh, yeah. yes. because of his Chateaubriand and his chocolate. And so meat, strawberry, yeah, okay. meat with fruit back to back. That it's is not bad. a good combo. Okay. And also, wine with dessert isn't a good idea because alcohol. You, yeah, you gotta switch. Alcohol boosts your insulin production, then your body decides it doesn't need the sugar from the dessert. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. And then um, end up, ends up storing those calories as fat. And there that's why we had amaretto and um, uh, sambuca there you go. after the strawberries. Choice, yeah. So that would be... Digestive, digestive confusion. confusion. Because, uh, yeah. I, I think that's a good one to remember because, oh, yeah. dear. Okay, we we need to celebrate. Um, we or if you want to get out of doing something, you know the combination to get I like saying that. <laughs> digestive. I have digestive confusion. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's just so something. so much better than my stomach is Doesn't bubbly. it? Or I'm gassy. <laughs> I'm suffering from digestive confusion. Okay, the world's oldest man. It's a 112-year-old man. His name is Masaro Nonaka. Okay. And he is um, made it to the Guinness World Records yesterday. He lives in Asharo, Japan. He was born July twenty fifth, nineteen oh five. Dan Butner probably knows. I'm that. sure he does. does. He credits his longevity to soaking in hot springs and eating sweets. Oh, and he responds, "Yum!" When he's presented <laughs> with a cake. Um, he likes a strawberry sponge cake. Who he needs a wheelchair to move, but he's in yeah. good condition. He reads the newspaper daily, and he goes to the hot springs a lot. Wow. And his daughter says he avoids stress by being clear about his needs. If he doesn't want to do something, he makes sure everyone knows about it. He also likes just food for thought, FYI. Yeah. He likes to watch sumo wrestling on TV. <laughs> Listen, That's kind of my favorite national part sport. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is the national. I watch sumo wrestling when we live there. That's mm-hmm. that's like that was something to do. Okay, here. Um <laughs> it, it was something to do. to do. Yeah. Okay, less than one in ten of us are in our childhood dream job. Now, when you were a child, I was performing. Me too. Yeah. I was going to be in performance. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Singing, dancing, yes. doing something. Yes. yes. So we're in our job. Donnie, what was yours? This is it. Yeah. Okay. So other childhood dream jobs are like being a professional athlete that no one gets to be, but like two. Fire, firefighter, yeah. maybe. Musician or singer, teacher. Yeah. Veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Astronaut didn't make the thing. Writer, oh. pilot, actor, dancer, doctor, police officer. Oh. So people, you can still... Go for your dream. Tell me if you think this is a good idea or not. They're doing a new thing at colleges now. They're allowing people and some of them to have pets in their dorms. <sighs> pets are allowed everywhere right now. Here's the thing. You can barely take care of yourself in what? college. Right. But they're saying what it's doing is... Is it calming people down? No, it gives people structure because you have to take your dogs oh. out in the morning and at the night okay, and you have to walk but, them. But is this what we've come to? No, I don't like it. Is this what we've come to? That you I don't like it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like Casey I, was going crazy because Bellagio has like some pet-friendly rooms. They have a block of pet-friendly rooms. So occasionally we saw somebody walking with their... But they were always little dogs. Walking across, prancing across, and I was just in. I was like, "Enchanté! Look right. at that little doggy." Right. Casey's he's like, he's what like if they "Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe that's not a dog." And I said, "No, they have a little. They've got a. You know, some people want to travel with they their do. dogs. They do. But I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it. It seems like a recipe for disaster. I would agree. College kids, dogs. Yep. I mean, allergies. yeah. Then what are we going to let people have ferrets and snakes? No, and, but I remember when I went to college, they all had pot plants. Well, that's that's 
That is, it you should have to be. nurture it. You yeah, have to take care of the plant. Be. It needs water. It needed a special light. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember everybody had pot plants. Yeah. Okay, so starting today, the Minneapolis International um, Film Festival begins. It's the 37th um, festival that we've had in the Twin Cities. It runs 17 days. Like that it opens before the Cannes Film uh-huh. Festival. It's got 188 new feature films and 100 plus short films representing 79 countries. And go to mspfilm.org. They do it at different venues, yeah. St. Anthony, Maine, Uptown, Capri, and then other places. They have redone that St. Anthony, Maine theater. It's so nice. Is it lovely? It, it and you is. can park right there and you don't have to go outside. Yeah, there's parking up uh, yeah. behind the, the building. It, yeah, and it you connects can go in a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no, is a good nice. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Uber is starting a new program. It's going to be a car share. <sighs> so you'd care, share your car. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I, like you know where I can cab, see people it? doing it, though? That, New York. Well, or places that are, ex- yeah, expensive with uh, San cabs. San Francisco. Yeah. Vegas. Oh, you could easily do it because everybody, you know, how many people are individually going, and, you know, right, and getting, downtown right. or going to a nightclub, going out but to Mandalay But this is Bay. where you would actually, someone, like I have a car and someone needs a car for two hours, I would deliver my car to them and they could use my car for two oh, hours. Oh, I thought you meant like Uber no, sharing. No, 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 Oh, I misunderstood. No. So no, that, I wouldn't want anybody driving Why would you deliver car? it to Why them? would you deliver well, it to Well, I don't know. Get it. And then are they going to help pay the costs of repairs? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got so many questions. All I right. can't mind. Then, this Kenny, story. tell me, do you think this is a do or a don't? Are you a fan of cankles and do you know what they are? <laughs> uh, I do, but why does my opinion count? Because we need to <laughs> know if you hottest? dream of a well turned ankle or if you like a little bit thicker <laughs> ankle. I've given it no thought. Yeah, this okay. is the hottest plastic surgery you're, procedure you're not on the rise. Anything out of Adding me. them or subtracting, subtracting them? Subtracting them. Oh, okay. No! <laughs> really? It's not cheap. It's fifty five hundred bucks. Well, be careful. They're they're putting Botox in nipples for seven hundred dollars. For what? For hard nipples when they could just you can have them on your own. Body perks. Email Julia. She's (laughs) she's got got five thousand of them in my basement. I do. (laughs) Can't you just flick them a couple of times? Ah, No, we're not having this conversation (laughs) with you. Now trend is emerged. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon, Billy Mitchell, the subject of the documentary King of Kong, has been stripped of his high score of more than a million points playing Donkey Kong, and he's banned from further video game competition following a decision that he cheated. Also mad about you trending, uh, star of the 90s sitcom Helen Hunt, she was on The Ellen Show and said that she and her former co-star Paul Reiser have been discussing how to make a revival of the show work, so people are reading this as yes. A Mad About You revival is in the works. Also trending this afternoon would be Lindsay Whalen. The WNBA star has just been announced as the new head coach of the Minnesota Gophers women's basketball team. Also trending today, Ocean's 8. Uh, an official trailer for the upcoming movie starring Sandra Bullock has made its debut online. And the movie is out in theaters June 8th. Also today, it's National Grilled Cheese Day. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And then I had to tell him I had to go. Oh, na, 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 na. Havana, na, na. Half of my heart is in Havana, na, na. He took me back to East Atlanta, na, na, na. Hey, everybody. We are 
are so excited because Louis Anderson, actor, comedian, author extraordinaire, is with us. Hi, Louis. Hi, Louis. Hi. How are you guys? Louis, we are so good. And uh, we know you're coming to the Mall of America. You're going to be here this Saturday from 2 to 4 in the Rotunda. But I have to tell you, Louis, I just got back from Vegas last night and I had the pleasure of reading Hey Mom stories for my mother, but you can read them too, poolside at the Bellagio. And you made me cry four times, and <laughs> it was just, you are a delight, and you are, you are a wonderful man. Thank you. Oh, you I mean, I like that, and how nice of it to be at the pool of the Bellagio. Oh, Louis, I know. It, was, it was so fantastic, and of course, you write, you know, some of your stories. I mean, explain to people how you, it's a series of letters to your mom, but mm-hmm. I mean, I felt so... I felt it's so sweet. It made me think of family, and I don't know. It really had an impact on really both. Right. Julia was, hasn't so finished good. it all, but it is such a good book. Well, you know, I I started writing to her uh, overwhelmed one day at the show. Sounds like we're having some phone oh, trouble. No. You might Louis. have to call him back. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Oh. Louis, we're, oh. Louis, we're going to call you back. I'm going to call you back, okay. Louis, okay? All right. Okay, yep. bye-bye. All right. So, I mean, one of the things... It's was, sweet. It's really a sweet mm-hmm. book, but it is... Um, each chapter is a story that he's writing to his mom mm-hmm. where he's confessing things, he's sharing things, he's saying things. Uh, like one day we get a story about, hey, mom, I'm writing to you as I'm getting... Uh, fitted for a tuxedo for the Emmys yes. for basically playing you on basket. No one thinks I'm going to win. Right. I'm up against you know, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, you know, another chapter will be he ha- notices, and I noticed this too, uh, in the Las Vegas airport that they have in all the bathrooms, if you are a victim of sexual trafficking, the 800 number. So he's got this short letter to his mom saying, why don't we do more for people? How many people are involved in sexual trafficking? Why isn't this number posted everywhere in every bathroom, in every public place, in bus station? I mean, you know, and that one might have just been a short letter. And then he gave the, would at the end of the chapter, then give like the three major organizations for sex trafficking. He had another chapter about domestic violence because he's written that about his dad. But this is a book like you could give as a gift to somebody and they would they probably write you a thank you note afterwards. Oh, it's just so, it's so sweet. It's really sweet. I just enjoyed every yep. and it made me laugh. It made me cry. He's got a, a twelve questions you should ask your parents before they pass before away. they pass right. away. And those those are good ones. They really are. Was your childhood a fairy tale, a drama or a horror film? I mean, you know. I know. Why did you marry each other? Out of necessity? Were you lonesome? What were you looking for in life? Mm-hmm. I love this. If yeah. you could only have one meal, would it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner? One of the things that cracked me up, though, at the very, very beginning, because you know I got the beginning done. Yes, of like, course. Julia, I know you read the, the beginning. I know but, you did read the beginning. And the table of contents. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was so sweet. So he talks about driving with his mom and different momisms, and he said, so she drove in, a ma- in an imaginary lane, and everyone in the car would say, hey, mom, what are we doing over here, mom? Well, no one's in it, the mom says. You're the worst driver in the world the kid says i never had an accident yeah but how many have you caused <laughs> i mean and you just think about 
you know, your mom driving in the imaginary lane because she doesn't care or pull over, Louie. There's a garage sale here. No matter what, pull over, Louie. It looks like a good sale. So we're leaving the funeral procession to go pull over to a garage sale. Well, he's not going anywhere. You know, the dead guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, just really cute things. Is he back, Danny? Uh, I, oh, I don't, don't know. know. I don't, don't know, know if he's talking to, if Louis on the road. We're, we're going to hook up with his hotel room for a better connection. Oh, okay. All right. So Tomorrow, today? Yeah, Next, I don't know. When is he running up from the lobby? Is he in the elevator, Donnie? Listen, what are we doing? Louis is busy. Here, I'll get he the details busy. He was out on of the Stephen way. Stephen Colbert. All right, get the details. Okay. Um, so uh, he will sign copies of this book, Hey Mom, April 14th in the Rotunda. This is his fourth book. This is going to be a bestseller. And he's signing from two to four. Mm-hmm. And he's meeting fans and signing copies. And you don't have to get a damn wristband or anything like I that. I like that. Um, and it's this book is a tribute to his mother, Aura Zella Anderson. And uh, what a great name. Oh, okay, we're, we're ready. Here we go. Okay. okay. Louie, we were Louis. just catching everybody up on all your meet and greet stuff. So everybody knows where they can see you on Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, but your love letter to your mom, Hey Mom is just we can't thank you enough for sharing these stories really inspiring yeah thanks you know it i gotta you know overwhelmed like i said and i wrote this first letter to her after i hadn't talked to her in so long you know because i talked to her anyways you know in kind of in the world you know when i'm out i go hey mom look at this guy huh yeah (laughs) yeah right when did your mom pass away louis 1990 yeah Yeah, long time there Mm -hmm. 1990 and um and then uh and then i um loved the letter and i just was sharing it with my management and my um producing partner and i said what do you guys think of this you know just because i felt so strong about it and i wanted to share it with them and they loved the letter they went crazy over it and they said you should I think it would be a beautiful book. And I said, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm up for a book about this kind of stuff because it'll be so emotional. Yeah. And then they said it might help a lot of people. It might make people feel feel better about, you know, their mom and, you know, in their life and all that stuff. And well, I, I think, too, you know, like the book does, it's inspirational. It's sweet. It did make me cry four different times. But like like the hair twirler, because I'm a hair twirler, Louis. Louis. So I'm a, such a hair twirler. And you have this, you know, one of your early letters, hey, mom, were you a hair twirler? And just, I don't know, it's so uh, lovable and relatable. And we, you know, we just are crazy about you, Louie. <laughs> and, and you so know, sweet. if people remember, and I remember because we bought this book, Dear Dad, yes. Letters from Adult Child, that came out on March 1st, 1991. That's right. And um, that was an amazing, amazing book. So it, yeah, it's Yeah, you it's get sweet. real. We know that, Louis. It's so sweet. It's such an important book to me. Let me just tell you, you know, I started playing a woman and I started playing a mother. And I took it very seriously. You know, a lot of people go, what do you, what, how do you do that? I go, I don't know. I just decided that I was not going to, Louis Anderson was not going to join me on this part. That there's nothing about Louis Anderson is mm-hmm. going to be in that part. I said, this is going to be my mom and my sisters and all the women I've met in Minnesota. And um, I said, I'm going to 
do this. And I got so wrapped up in it that I started realizing what my mom and what women go through every day yeah. to get ready for the world, <laughs> which amazed me. You know, right. I'm there an hour and a half getting ready for the part, and but also just the idea, the expectations that are laid out there for getting ready to be presentable, and men just smell their shirt. Yeah. Right. Right. And, no, I know. And, mm-hmm. and they're ready to go. And so that and then Jesus my mom must have worked so hard to raise 11 kids with my alcoholic father. Yeah. And every morning, no matter how bad the night was till three or four, she'd be up making us breakfast at seven. Yeah. Yeah. Now with a smile and right. makeup and look good and Jesus, Louisa's. Yeah. Know? No kidding. And, and all my, you know, uh, you know, I, I just, that's so many kids. I, I kind yeah. of always forget that about yeah. you, Louie, that you're number 10. Of 11, and I also thought your story about, you know, the sign that you had after your younger brother Tommy passed away really made me feel uh, hopeful um, about, you know, people that have passed that in I've your lost. life. Yep. Yeah, and and I've seen signs, too, and I so I like when other people share their sign stories about well, someone the craziest, Yeah, the craziest thing happened a month ago. You know, I have... You know how you have your favorites in the phone? Yeah. And Tommy's in there, and I accidentally butt-called it. Oh. And someone called back. Oh. And it freaked me out. And it was somebody who called back, and they had Tommy's phone. I said, oh, I, I'm sorry. I I, uh, I have the wrong number. I said, your, your name isn't Tommy by any chance, is it? <laughs> right. I couldn't help but to yeah. say right. that because, you know. Uh, and he just he just hung up. He didn't even tell me that. And so I didn't realize I wanted to call it back just <laughs> to see if the person. But I just thought that was just a hello from him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I, I, you know, I just believe in that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yesterday, a comedy the, legend yeah. Mitzi Shore passed away. Passed away. Right. And, I mean, you write about uh, that you were at the you worked at the comedy store. I loved Mitzi. We were good friends. She was like a comedy mom to me. Yeah. She wouldn't like being a mom to anybody. She was more like, you know, she was her own thing. So she, she was like an aunt. She looked kind of like uh, like it just she was gorgeous fun, too, and smart. Yeah, she was so much fun, and she'd always say every time I came off stage, you're a sweater comic, Louie. <laughs> Where's your sweater? I told you, you got to have a sweater on. You're that kind of comic. Oh, my gosh. And I would always laugh, and i go, I have, a, I have a sweater in the car. Well, wear it next time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I didn't want her to be mad about it, but... She was very sweet. We were very close, and um, you know, it was uh, it was a big shock to me when she died. Yeah, I have to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew she wasn't well, and she'd been suffering a lot of times, I still felt, um, I still felt super close to her, and and um, I, you know, I I say a shout out to Polly and. And um, all the kids, you know, that all those kids, you know. They Sandy, grew up there. And, yeah, I know all of them, Scott, you know, all of the them. And, they're, they, you know, I'm very close to that family. And so um, it was a shock. But, and you know, I'm glad she's not suffering anymore because right. she was suffering with all, uh, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, she, um, she just 
just was lovely. I was looking at some pictures recently. They got a post one of me at her, I think it was her 80th birthday. Oh, my. And, oh, post that. Um, and, um, you know, so it was a, you know, I thought a lot about it. And, and I know um, this book kind of just has been so uh, emotional for me. I have to tell you, it's been emotional during the signings, the I readings. Bet. And all that stuff, but it's an important book to me. It made me. It's it helped me. Yeah, I oh, love your idea, me. Louis. I mean, with my world, okay. I don't know how that can happen, but damn it, I love that idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you just really the questions that you give in the book about th- twelve questions you should ask your parents. I mean, I don't know. I I I just think your book is really a, a treasure, and I'm glad um, that you're coming to Minnesota and you're going to sign books for two hours so everyone can get their mm-hmm. book signed. You know, I don't know why people like books signed, but I, I think it's for the do. connection, you know. I it's love the it. Connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a chance for me to look at all the people who, you know, you know, and the the good thing for me is I tell people, you know, if you don't, you could give this to your mom and it could be a conversation starter for you to have a better friendship with your mom. Yeah, it's true. Because I think we take, you know what I always think? I think we forget to be friends with our parents and we don't know that we could be friends with them, but we have to make that effort to really be friends with them and not just be mad at them for something they did or didn't do. Um, yeah, you know, that some dumb thing like that. And, you know, this book is all about, you know, it it was a great journey and I'm glad that my mom is being celebrated in a couple of ways. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And also my mom's being celebrated in the show as much as possible. You're, you're, you are a scene stealer. You're so good. And I'm so glad you're borrowing everything from Orizella Anderson and, just giving us life on baskets, says Christine. <laughs> it's so much fun to make the show, and it's so much fun to play. They think I'm a plane of Californian, but, you know, that's a Minnesota woman. <laughs> oh, that for sure is a Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> even with the frocks that you're wearing. <laughs> Aren't the clothes wonderful? Oh, yeah. You, oh. Know, you know who's clothes? That's Miles Ahead is the name of it. Her name is Miles. Uh-huh. And that is, she makes real clothes for real women. Oh. And... You're, they're affordable, and they really, she did such a beautiful job this last season. Yeah. Oh, Louie, you're so funny. And they're all stuff that my mom would have worn. Oh, That's right. what kills me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told Lori Grenier, I, she was on the show, I go, Lori, let's do an Orizella line. I don't know if anyone will buy it. Oh, just <laughs> the name of it would, it would sell. Is Can you, do you want to stay with us, Louie? we sure. got to take a break. Yeah. Okay, why don't you stay with us? We're talking to Louis Anderson. His new book is Hey Mom. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! We are certainly we're Hollywood speaking. We're Louis Anderson speaking. <laughs> Louis is so yes. nice to be talking to us about his book, Hey Mom, Stories for My Mother, but you can read them too. And of course, this is your fourth book and your people know you. We, we'd love to just claim you but one of the things i wanted to just ask you about in in these letters to your mom um but you are very open about you know like you just say you know i i 
I was really a dink, and you know, and it was. Yeah, I was a, mean to my mom. What you? a jerk. Yeah, and you know what? I think everyone can say that about maybe their mom or dad. They can look back and say that they were, but I don't know. You don't hear a lot of people say that out loud, much less write about it out loud. And I felt that really. I don't know. I I I really thought about that that letter after I after I read that. Well, you know. We all have those regrets, but you have to get them out of your system because they weigh tons of weight. Mm-hmm. Well, they weigh down on you. It's so harsh. Your mom passed when you were quite young. Yeah, my mom uh, passed, I guess I was what, let's see, in 1990. Uh, I was almost 40, I was 37. Is okay, that right? so that's still young. I mean, yeah. your dad had passed before that, so that's, that's sweet young. of you to say that's young. Well, well it is. Nowadays, when you get older, you go, that's young, 60. Yeah. I wish I was 50. I wish I was 40. I wish I was 30. Are, are you, you know, because you were on Stephen Colbert on Monday night, was that fun? Oh, my God. You know, it was so cool. Tell us. Louis Anderson, if you just Stephen Colbert is 10th of 10. Right? Mm-hmm. I am 10th of 11. Oh, that's right. Oh. Jack White was on the show. He is 10th. Oh, you're <gasps> kidding. He's also the 10th child. So that night, there were the three of us were the 10th children. Wild. And I just thought that was such a crazy, cool thing. And, you know, I just... Stephen Colbert is a really sweet, nice human being. Yeah. He is, isn't he? And, and his show is, is kicking butt, and I'm sure you guys had great um, chemistry. I missed it, but I yeah, did. We really do have good chemistry. You know, he likes me. It's my third time on. and that's, Okay. You know, that's, you know, he has a, you know, he's got a really good, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he he's is. He's a really good person. Yeah. That yeah, is no. wild, though, about the 10 yeah, thing, because how many that. people really do you meet? And you have a chapter in your, a letter to your mom about, you know, what it means to be 10 of 11 kids. And and uh, so you do, you do have that in there. So that's it's just such a wild coincidence that the three get, you know, the three of you would be 10th uh, tenth, born. Tenth yeah, it's a it's a crazy uh it's super, super crazy, I have to tell you. And um, I don't know. I I, I just really uh, had a good time. And, uh, you know, I, I love being on uh, talk shows because they were the beginning of my whole career was really, to be honest with you, yeah, it was Twin Cities Today. Oh, with Stephen and Sharon? Sharon. So, yeah, I was on, those were my first talk shows. Those were my early, my early training. Isn't that fun? And um, then it was The Tonight Show, and then all those other shows. Was it The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? Yeah, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, 1984. How scary was that? No, I was completely prepared and excited. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so fun. You know Minnesotans. Yeah. They've been waiting. (laughs) I remember my mom asking me um, something, and I said, oh, when I was back, you know that curtain that we looked at for years? Yes. My mom said, when you do that show, kid, will you tell me what kind of material that curtain is? (laughs) (laughs) And I remember being backstage 
<laughs> it was kind of a chiffon, silky <laughs> okay. material. But I remember being backstage um, and reaching out and touching the curtain so I could tell my mom. <laughs> that is and hysterical. I said, I'm telling you, that is such a Minnesota... <laughs> Crazy thing. Well, yeah. It was probably synthetic. If any, is if any of Johnny's cigarettes yes. had gotten anywhere near that, that thing would have gone up in You're flames. Right. Yeah. It was one of those curtains where you go, this is dangerous. Right. Oh, my and it gosh. Was, you know, like, and it looked so you know expensive on TV. Oh. It really did. Yeah, but, it, it, you know, and, but, you know, that was like a dream come true. I watched that. I looked at that curtain my whole childhood, as we all did. Yeah. And to be standing... You know, right there was a giant thing for me. It was like one of my main goals in life. I want to go back and watch that then. Are there clips out there of your first performance? um, What do they call that TV now? They have it on a certain TV. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. I don't... We'll Google There's it, Louie. We'll find it. We'll find yeah. it. You can meet they Louie. show the whole episode and the commercials and everything. Oh, my gosh. All right, meet Louie. Louie is meeting fans and signing copies of his book this Saturday, 2 to 4 at the Mall of America Redunda. Redunda, Louie, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. And if you can't get there, I'm doing signed copies from my website, so louieandersonatmac.com. Oh, cool. Awesome.